back, everybody, to the Prop JC Leadership Podcast. And I want to welcome you back to the real world after a few days, several days, whatever it may have been, of a break. I hope you got a break last week, Thanksgiving week. Uh, most of my listeners are here in the United States of America. That's why I say that. This is where we celebrate it. If you're around the world, obviously it may be different for you. But for those of you who ate some turkey and ate more turkey and more turkey and ate too much turkey last week, welcome back to the real world. And I have to tell you, so I'm finishing up my my doctorate degree. And so we had a class meeting tonight. The reason why I bring this up is because our um, our our professor in the class, uh, he was talking about uh, the coma that he just came out of. And he said he, he, he made a joke and he said something along the lines that, um, you know, when I stepped on the weigh scale this morning, when I stepped on the scale this morning, it wasn't pretty. And so he made a joke about now we're going to be eating vegetables and water for the next three weeks till we get to Christmas. <laughs> and I thought it was funny because I woke up thinking the exact same thing. Uh, I reached the point yesterday, which was Sunday. And the end of Thanksgiving week, where I said I couldn't, I couldn't fit one more thing into my body. So I hope you had that kind of Thanksgiving, because that's probably what it's about. You know, it's about a time to rest, relax, spend time with your family, friends, lots of laughs, lots of movies. And I shared with you in one of the more recent episodes, I'm bone tired, and so for me it was a time to relax. And I hope you got the same too. I know that there are different schedules and different, you know, different people who listen to the podcast who have, uh, you know, different jobs and. You know, maybe you didn't get Thursday off or Friday, but I hope you got some some time to relax. And now we head into the final four weeks of the year. 2022 is almost done. You can put a fork in it. It's almost done. And um, I'm committed and I hope that you'll be as committed with me to make sure that we end this year strong, that we do whatever we need to do physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, relationally to make sure that we end this year strong, if possible, stronger than how we began. Uh, but as I said before, if you're coming into this month with a little too much energy, maybe it's because you didn't expend enough energy in the previous 11 months. So whatever it may be for you, I hope that this next, as we start December here this week, I hope that this last month of 2022 is just wonderful for you. Hey, I don't have much to talk about this week, but there was something I, that I listened to last week that really captured my attention. And I would say in many ways, it kind of captured my heart, captured my soul. And it was the thing I needed to listen to. And this is a leadership podcast. So I'm talking to a lot of leaders, which here's what I know about most of us as leaders. We're driven. We're goal oriented. Um, and I don't care if you're an extrovert or an introvert, okay? I know a lot of introverted leaders who are driven, goal-oriented, right? Focused on the outcome, always climbing, always moving towards the next thing, right? These are the achievers, the leaders out here. And uh, I have that same personality. And I shared this a little bit on the podcast last week about how if I'm not careful, uh, as I'm climbing up the mountain, Right. I'm so focused on the goal that I miss out on life around me. And so I was actually in the process of kind of setting out goals for 2022. And I'm in a situation in my life, kind of a season in my life where I'm probably not going to do too much climbing. And maybe I'll talk about that in uh, one of the podcasts as I try to end this year strong. 
but probably doing a lot less climbing and uh, more kind of stability and more consistency. I think that's going to be important in this next season for me, you know, because we have different seasons sometimes. And I think back to most people when they're 18, 19, 20, right? All in your twenties, right? That that's a real season of lots of climbing. And sometimes you climb the wrong mountain and sometimes you take the wrong trail and sometimes you grab the wrong uh, friends and the wrong trail mix and you make, you know, trail mates and you uh, make wrong decisions. And and that's what the twenties are for. Right. But, but there's a lot of drive in there. There's a lot of selfishness in there because you get to be, you're in your twenties. Then you get in your thirties and forties and, and depending kind of how on, you know, who you are, right. You settle down into a job. Maybe you settle down with the family spouse, a partner, and then you keep climbing. Uh, And so these are natural progressions and natural seasons. Right. And, And there's nothing wrong with it. But one of the things that I think we have to be really careful about is that if we're always focused on that mountaintop, right, that it's hard to kind of see the world around us. And and I will tell you this, that that has been a struggle for me. And uh, so as I'm sitting down and I'm writing goals last week, during that time, because that's why I came back on the podcast, you know, I had to come back out of retirement. <laughs> that's what I'm calling it, because I needed to talk about the Bob Iger situation. And I'm still kind of keeping a close eye on that. Obviously, he's been quiet in recent days, so we don't know too much about what he's thinking or what he's doing. Hopefully, in the next month or two, he'll come out and do an interview of some sort. And we'll be, you know, we'll be able to kind of hear kind of what he's thinking. There's a lot of different ideas around that. Some people are saying I was listening to somebody talk about this yesterday. There's no chance that he can turn around Walt Disney or or be what they need him to be in two years, right? He needs at least a five-year runway. So it's going to be interesting in the next few months and even year to kind of see how that all shakes out. But anyway, through all of that, I'm I'm looking him up and then I'm looking up the, I'm on the website. I'm on Walt Disney or I, I think it's DisneyCompany.com. I'm going to go to right now. It's the WaltDisneyCompany.com. And, and, I, and I get on their leadership page and I scroll down and I see their board of directors and, uh, you know, I start looking through their board of directors, you know, the members of the board of directors and kind of see who they are. And I'm interested in who they are and how they make decisions. One of their board of director members, her name is Maria Elena Lagomasino. And I hope I'm saying that correctly. Maria Elena Lagomasino. And uh, I just want to read some of her bio for you so you get an idea of kind of who she is. And, and then I'll tell you kind of what we're going to talk about today. Here's what her bio says on the website. Maria Elena Lago Massino is the chief executive officer and managing partner of WE Family Offices, an office serving high net worth families and has held through these positions since March 2013. Ms. Lago Massino served as chief executive officer of GenSpring Family Offices, LLC, an affiliate of SunTrust Banks, Incorporated from November 2005 to October 2012. And from 2001 to 2005, Ms. Lagomasino was chairman and chief executive officer of J.P. Morgan Private Bank, a division of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company, a global financial services firm. Prior to assuming this position, she was managing director of the Chase Manhattan Bank in charge of its global private banking group. Ms. Lagomasino has been with Chase Manhattan uh, since 1983 in various positions in private banking, Ms. Lagomasino is a member of the Council of Foreign Relations and is a founder of the Institute for the Fiduciary Standard. She is a director of the American Society, America Society, 
and has served as a trustee of the National Geographic Society from 2007 to 2015. She served as a director of the Coca-Cola, the Coca-Cola company from 2003 to 2016 and from 2008 to the present. So right now, currently, she sits on the board. Okay, She's the CEO of WE Family Offices. She serves high net worth families. And she sits on the board of directors for both Walt Disney Company and the Coca-Cola Company. How amazing is that, right? And she also served as a director of Avon Products Incorporated from 2001 to March 2016. Miss Lago Messino has been a director of the company. So that's 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 the Disney Company since 2015. She's got a Wikipedia page. I'm going to see if it, uh, she in 2007, she was named Hispanic Businesswoman of the Year by Hispanic Business uh, magazine. She has a BA from Manhattanville College and her MBA from Fordham University. And then it goes on and lists everything else. She's also served on the board of directors for the Lincoln Center for the Performing Arts. So this is a very successful person. This is a person that we can listen to. Uh, she's in her 70s now and she's still going strong. Right? She's she's had an amazing career. So I found her, for some reason, I, I just locked in Right. And this is amazing how the universe works when we need to hear some information uh, and we go out there and we just live life and we search for it. often the information that we need to hear comes to us. And so I'm sharing this with you because maybe somebody out there needs to hear the same thing. This was phenomenal for me. If I'm not careful, I'm being really transparent with you as a leader. If I'm not careful, um, I get in. And, and you know what? It's my seat here doing some weird sounds here. OK, <laughs> just make sure. Um, I wanted to put that out there. If I'm not careful, I begin to think about goals and outcomes and achievement and all the big things in life. And sometimes I miss out on what's really important. And uh, sometimes if I'm honest, maybe I think about goals and outcomes and all that stuff a little too much. And it might keep me from maybe the day to day that's really important. And really, it's the day-to-day that kind of gets us to where we need to go. And and there are reasons for that, but this isn't my therapy session. But there's probably someone listening to, to this today who probably needs to hear this as well. High achievers, leaders, always focused on the goal. Here's what Maria Elena had to say. So she was asked the question, something along the lines in this interview that I watched on YouTube, something along the lines of, hey, look at, you know, uh, the gentleman asking the question listed off her entire resume and say, look at everything you're doing. Did you, could you have ever imagined that this is what you'd be doing? And here's what she had to say. And I, it, it was so important to me. I got out my, my, my planner book and this was actually on Thanksgiving day. It must've been Thanksgiving day morning. And I was listening to this and I wrote this down in my planner book. And here's some of the quotes she said, she said, I never thought about it. And, and I believe her. I actually, I absolutely believe her. Now I also know that, that, that in order to be successful in the United States of America, it's not like you just show up and things happen for you, right? You've got to have drive. You've got to have ambition. You've got to go after the goals. So I know that this is a very driven woman. I'm sure she is. But what she's saying is that she didn't think about it, right? She wasn't thinking about all these positions that she could have one day. As a matter of fact, she shares a story about how she became a a board of director member either for Walt Disney or for Coca-Cola. It was one of those companies. She got a call from Heidrich and Struggles, which is the executive search firm. Obviously, she was doing something very well, and they noticed her, 
somebody had recommended her. And so they put her through the ringer there, you know, Hydric and struggles, probably a huge interview process. And, and she was selected or she was uh, selected to run for the position, I guess, maybe to, uh, I don't know about those positions. If you have to be voted in, um, it says at Coca-Cola, she was voted director in 2008. So maybe you get contacted by a company like Hydric and struggles, and then they vet you. And then they put you on the list to be, uh, to be voted in. And then you get voted in. Right. So maybe that's how it works. So, so anyway, to, you know, to be called by that company, to be a board of director member, obviously there's something there about her that people would recognize. There's a drive there. She'd built the right relationships. Obviously she's very successful, but she says, I never thought about it. And then she said something along the lines, and I don't know what order she says this, but uh, three other things that she said is she said, people who achieve are usually not thinking about themselves. They are thinking of something much, much bigger than themselves. And then a couple of the questions that she asked were, you know, questions that we should be asking that, that she was saying is, or questions that she was asking was, what can we do to make the world a better place? What can I do? Right. She was probably asking that. What can I do to make the world a better place? And then I love this. What can my work accomplish? Right. So, again, she says, I never thought about it. Then she states this verbatim because I wrote it down verbatim. People who achieve are not usually thinking of themselves. They're thinking of something much, much bigger than themselves. Some of the questions they ask, what can I do to make the world a better place? What can my work accomplish? And I just was very impressed by that. And again, with her, I actually believe her. There might be some people who would say that and I would think, nah, you know, you're not being honest with us. You are driven. You are driven. You've probably opened up doors. You've forced those, you know, you know, forced doors open. You've probably angered some people along your path. But I don't think that's the case with her. Uh, now, it seems from her bio, uh, they called her Miss Lagomasino. So this is probably someone who has decided for her life and for her journey that it was better for her to remain single. I don't know her personal life. Right. So this is somebody who probably can afford to be very driven. I don't know if she has kids. I don't know if she has grand. I don't know anything about, you know, I haven't seen any of that, you know, about her. But but what I see is that she's very driven. But what she said, and she went on, and I didn't write this down, but she went on and say, I just did a great job. I just worked really hard at the thing that was right in front of me. And I found that if I worked really hard at the thing that was right in front of me, then the next opportunity opened, the next opportunity. She said, I didn't, something along the lines, like, I didn't take out a pen and plan out this whole, hey, I'm going to become the, you know, uh, asked to be on the board of directors for Walt Disney or asked to be on the board of directors for Coca-Cola. She just simply did the work that was right in front of her. And all of this began to work itself out. Again, going back to what I said earlier. Um, it looks like from her bio that she remains single. And so this is probably a woman who put her career first and works many, many hours. And that's that's what she chose. And we can see the price, right? We can see the, you know, the benefits, the consequences of those choices have been very good to her. She mentions in that interview, too, that I saw some luck in there as well, that, you know, all of us, or maybe it was the woman who was being interviewed with her. I don't know who it was, but but one of them said, you know, we can't ever underestimate the, you know, the role of luck in our lives. And I think there's a lot of truth to that as well. But I just thought that that was really impressive that those questions that she asked, and these are the questions, I'll be honest with you. I, I was getting ready to sit down and spend a whole day thinking about my own dreams and goals and what I'm trying to accomplish and the mountains I'm trying to climb. And this really set me back on my heels. 
instead of asking that, asking the big question of what can I do to make the world a better place? What can our work accomplish? What can my work accomplish? You got to ask yourself the same thing, right? You got to have that same conversation with yourself as you're thinking about your own plans and what you're trying to become as a leader and as a, a business person. Um, as an organizational leader, uh, leader, as a great manager, right? Instead of asking the question, how do I become a, a better leader, right? And I think that's an important question to ask. That's why we listen to podcasts like this. But probably the most important question that we need to know is what am I trying to accomplish? And now in that, am I treating people well? Am I empowering other people? Am I, you know, am I acting with humility? Am I acting with integrity? All of that's important as well. But I love what she says is that people who achieve are not thinking about themselves. They're, they're thinking about something bigger. And I will tell you this. I've had the privilege of being around some very successful people in my lifetime, some really successful people in, in, the, in the for-profit space, the nonprofit space, artists, musicians, all of them. And I will tell you this, by and large, every single one of them, the, the thing that resonates most with me when I study them, I study their biography, if I've been in the room with them, if I've been able to have conversations with them, none of them or very few of them, I would say, are driven by personal achievement. They're all driven by something greater, something bigger. And, and, and it's anywhere from music all the way to kind of what she's talking about. And and, and she said, you know, you know, find any career, any any career, anything you decide, you you can make the world a better place, right? We 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 tend to think of people like her, right? Six, six, you know, successful business people. She works with high net worth individuals, billionaires, right? And she's got some great advice for you know if you want to listen to kind of how to use your own money and in whatever stage of your life, she's got a lot of great advice for that as well. But I love the way she thinks. But she sees her role in 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 these different. In, in these different companies, in the companies that she's, you know, she would probably say something along the lines of this. These multi-billionaires need someone like myself who can help them think bigger about their money and plan how to use their money for the greater good. I think that's how she sees it. Now, obviously, within that, there's a lot of things. She's not sitting around and she's probably not a do-gooder every day. She's not a nonprofit for sure, right? She's not running a, a nonprofit. She doesn't sit on the board of directors for companies that are nonprofits. But somewhere in all of that, this is a woman who says, it's not about me. It's about something greater. It's about a bigger vision out there. It's about the the work I'm trying to accomplish. And so I want to encourage you, wherever you're at in your own journey, your own story, that if you're thinking too much about yourself, if you're thinking too much about, you know, your own journey and what you're trying to accomplish because you're trying to make mom or dad proud, you're trying to, you know, you know, trying to fill up some inner void. And and look, I understand all of this. I, I understand all of this. This has been one of my greatest journeys is figuring out how do I use the talents and skills and all that that God and the universe gave me but not use it for my own empowerment, my own benefit. But how do you use this? How do I use my own skills and abilities and all these things that God gave me? How do I use them to make the world a better place? And that's the question that we should be asking. Now, in that, obviously, we've got to figure out what our purpose is and our vision and our mission and our principles and values. And we can't not think about ourselves. We've got to think about ourselves and all that as well. But if the whole focus of our life is just me, 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 how do I climb to the next rung? How do I get more successful? How do I make more money? How do I get the bigger house, the better car? If that's the purpose of all of it, I don't think success, true success is sustained long-term with that kind of mindset. 
And again, when I study people and again, from all kinds of industries and, you know, I think of Bill Gaither, who's, you know, I, I guarantee that he and Maria Elena Lagomasino probably have never been in the same room together. Bill Gaither's in, in his 80s. She's in her 70s. They probably never even heard of each other before. Both massively successful. He he got successful off the of Southern gospel music. But when you study him and I just read his book and maybe I'll, I'll you know, you know, I'll do some I'll do some talking on his book here on the podcast. But after studying him and studying kind of what he does. Uh, you really get a sense for who he is. And it's, yes, he was a salesperson. Yes, he understood that he needed to, you know, book the concerts, book the venues, promote the concerts, all that kind of stuff you got to do if you want to build, you know, the kind of career that he had in music. And and you've got to be a, a self-promoter, you know. But he did it because at the core of who he was, he 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 wanted the music to get out there in the world. It wasn't about how do I get a bigger home and how do I make a bigger name for myself? It was about how do I get these songs like that? You know, for him, that's where it started. He would write songs and he would travel around early in his career before he was ever on stage. And he would try to sell his music to other singers and, and bands and, and groups that were traveling around. And he wanted to just get the music, the message of those songs out into the world. And again, there's a business to that. There's a structure that has to happen to that. But his whole goal was, how do I get this music into the hands of as many people as possible? How do I bring as much joy to as many people as possible? And so I just want to encourage you, wherever you're at, as you're thinking about your goals for next year, as you're thinking about where you're going, and I promise you, I'm doing the same thing myself, that instead of just thinking about this idea of how do I make myself better? How do I lift my own name up? What if we begin to think from the perspective of, how do I make the world a better place? And what can the work that I do, what can it accomplish again to make the world a better place? To lift up and empower other people. And I'll tell you this, I was just so impressed listening to this massively successful woman who really talked about that. It's not about me. That's what she was saying. She didn't have to say it, but that's what she's saying. It's not about me. It's about the work and it's about the mission. It's about accomplishing all of that work out there. It's about other people. So I want you to think about the same thing. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this probably in the coming weeks as we kind of wrap up this year and, and we move into 2023. But uh, as we're wrapping up this year, as we're thinking about our goals for next year, again, reframing the question. Maybe it's not just about us, but it's about what can my work accomplish to make the world a better place? And what can I do to empower others, to lift others up? And what's the big thing I'm chasing after? Okay. What's the big thing I'm going after? The bigger goal, not just the better house, the better car, all that other stuff, right? What's the big goal I'm chasing after? How can my work make this world a better place? Hey, thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate that you take time out of your schedule and listen to this podcast. I look forward to seeing you back on here probably next week. And uh, again, as I shared last week, I, I got to figure out the schedules and all this because my life has just gotten incredibly busy. So I'm trying to figure out what day of the week and all that kind of stuff and all that's going to happen. But I'm just committed right now to getting out one of these podcasts per week. And then as we get into the new year, I'll think a little bit more about what this could look like. So thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you uh, soon. And I hope you join me right back here. The Prop JC Leadership Podcast. Take care.